0: Kent Online News.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott.
0: It's Monday the 2nd of December coming up. Man admits killing 39-year-olds near Bridge. Gillingham through to third round of FA Cup.
2: I thought the intensity of our play, particularly in the first half, it just blew them away and I thought we were absolutely excellent.
0: But the competition's over for Maidstone and Dover.
3: It is what it is. We've done ever so well to come so far. We know
1: we were never going to win this. We didn't get through. We knew it was going to be a tough one because of the, you know, the team we was
0: playing. Kent Online News. A man accused of killing a man in Medway has admitted manslaughter. Ish has the details. The body of 39-year-old Peter The bill from Sittingbourne was found near Rochester Bridge in September last year. Levi Webb, who's 23 and from Scholar's Rise in Strood, was cleared of murder at a trial earlier this year, but a jury failed to reach a verdict of manslaughter. He's now pleaded guilty before a retrial got underway. Another man, 29-year-old Billy Dole from Corister Close in Who, admitted murder in March. He's in custody and will be sentenced at a later date. Elsewhere today, a man in his 70s has died after a car to light outside a supermarket in Maidstone. Police, paramedics and firefighters were called to Morrison's off Sutton Road just before half four this morning. Officers say it's not being treated as suspicious. A man's been arrested after a woman told police she was sexually assaulted in Margate. Officers taped off part of Poets Corner following the attack which is said to have happened in the early hours of yesterday. A third man's been charged after £25,000 in cash was stolen from a security guard in Medway. It happened as the G4S worker was delivering money to NatWest in Raynham High Street in September. Last month, two men were jailed for a total of almost 10 years for their involvement. A 38-year-old from London is due at Crown Court later this month, accused of robbery.
1: Kent Online reports.
0: Armed police have been called to Faversham after a man with a blade apparently stole someone's phone. It happened in Barnes Close yesterday afternoon. A local man was arrested on suspicion of robbery. There's going to be a review of weed killers being used in Medway after claims they cause harm to animals. Several pet owners have contacted the council to say their dogs have become unwell or even had to be put down after coming into contact with chemicals at parts of the towns. Contractors say the weed killer they use is approved by the DEFRA. Council bosses have asked for them to be banned until a more detailed report's release later this month. It's feared building more students' flats in Canterbury could lead to slower traffic in the city because extra people will be using a traffic light crossing to get over the road. There are plans for a six story, 224 bed block in Rhodes Town, not far from the crossing outside the police station. Bus operators are worried about the congestion it could cause, while developers say the surrounding footpath. Won't be inundated with students and reckon it'll lead to just one extra pedestrian crossing per minute at peak times. Kent Online News. Residents on a housing estate in Aylesham are accusing developers of literally leaving them in the dark by failing to install street lighting. Now, Persimmon Homes customers have started a petition saying it's left roads and paths dangerous to navigate. A spokesman for the company says the development has been built in line with planning consents, which don't include street lighting but they're now working with the council to find a solution there's a warning for bikers to keep their vehicles safe after two were stolen in Ramsgate the motorcycles were taken from College Road and Station Approach Road last Monday and Tuesday officers say the thefts could be linked and developers behind plans for a 13 million pound tourist attraction at a lake in Medway have revealed more details about what would be there we told you last week how the Blue Lake at a Former cement works in Upper Hauling could be turned into a water sports facility. It's now been revealed it would include two zip wires across the 70 acre lake, a nature reserve and an urban beach. It's due to be considered by planning bosses in January.
1: Kent Online Sport.
0: Football and Gillingham are through to the third round of the FA Cup for the second year in a row. They put in a dominant performance to beat Doncaster Rover's 3-0 at Priestfield yesterday afternoon. We'll find out who the Jills will be facing next when the draws made this evening, with the Premier League sides coming in at this stage. Assistant manager Paul Rayner told us what he thought of their performance.
2: Well, particularly first half, dominant. Uh, we said to the boys before, we showed them, showed them videos of, of, of how good that uh, Doncaster are with the ball, how fluid they are, uh, how adventurous they are. And we just said to the guys, we've got to get about them, we've got to stop them playing, we've got to stop it at source. And I thought the intensity of our play, particularly in the first half, it just blew them away. And I thought we were absolutely excellent. We've been drawn into the guys. Our game's got to be about intensity, about putting teams under pressure. And when we got the rewards for that today. I thought they were magnificent. Yeah, I wouldn't like to play against Brandon Hamilton, he's, he's a real handful, he's got such pace and such power, we, we all know he needs a little bit of composure, but he's still a young man, he's still learning, uh, but with the power and the pace he's got, he's going to get chances, he's going to continue to get chances, and I thought uh, delighted for him to get the goal today, delighted, he certainly deserved that, but uh, a real mention for Mika me, Mandron as well, he put a real shift in. Dropped in and around the midfield as well. He gave us numbers behind the ball you know, to stop them playing. And, and he put a real shift in as well. So, uh, so credit to him as well. But credit to all the boys. As I say, I thought uh, to a man, I thought we were excellent. Um, and against a very good Doncaster side. You know Jack's come in. He's done extremely well, but uh, he's been well marshaled by Max. Max is a you know real leader back there. Conor Ogilvy's you know playing extremely well. Barry Fuller's Barry Fuller. He gives you everything he's got. And um, delight of the Jack Bonham. You know that's what uh, goalkeepers thrive on. Is is, is uh, clean sheets, and that's what uh, that's what we thrive on as a team as well. It? you know with that, that pace and power up top, you know and, and keeping clean sheets as well, then uh, the omens are good. Tommy's, you know, he can play anyway, he can play centre half, he can play left back, he can play uh, as a midfield player, you know, he's very versatile. That was, uh, that was one of the things uh, in our thoughts when we brought Tommy in. You know, we've not got uh, massive depth, depth in our squad, so his versatility was, his versatility was uh, absolutely crucial. Yeah, dominant performance, and as I say, he really highlighted they're a very good side, you know, they play some terrific, terrific football, but we, uh, you know, we stifled them and we just didn't let them play, which is so uh, credit to the boys, real effort and Let's see, who we get uh, tomorrow night. It's in the lap of the gods, isn't it? We yeah. all want a big one, whether it's home and away. Your Tottenham, your Manchester United, Manchester City's. You know, we, you know, let's hope fingers crossed that uh, we get a big one. But uh, it's in the lap of the gods. It's a, it's a draw. So we'll take what we get. But uh, you know, fingers crossed. The main thing is we're in there and uh, we've put a good performance on, which is great.
0: Elsewhere, Maidstone are out of the FA Cup after losing 3-1 to Blackpool. The Stones were one 0 up at half-time, but an own goal was quickly followed by two more from the home side. Head coach Hack he Hayrettin says it all happened very fast.
3: Five minutes of man, this one, I can't even put my finger on it, but it was obviously a combination of what we believe. The first goal was an own goal, I believe, but still, I don't know if we tried to play offside and it came undone, and really the second one it just got in behind us. But it's five minutes of man, it's up and up, and if you take that out of the game, I thought we were a credit. I thought we done ever so well against a very, very good team who, if you look at their stats, November's probably been their best month. So we can't take nothing away from them, and I thought the boys were a credit to the club. We should have dealt with it better. We didn't. I think we come some of our players try to play offside, and he's crossed the ball, and it's a deflection. I think it was an own goal, wasn't it, the first yeah. one? Own goal. But the next two, we've got to do a lot better. George I mean, shouldn't be running out with the ball the third one. Now, even at 2-1, we still got a chance. You know, To, keep, to come in and do what we did, was, was take the five minutes out of the game. I thought we were brilliant. We actually spoke at half time how important the next 10 minutes of the game the next 10 minutes will decide the fate of the game, I don't think we dealt with it pretty well, in fact it was it was not good by even our standards, the way we defended and we paid the price he's got him behind on the left hand side, he's crossed it, some of our players said he was offside, the others stopped some of them stopped, some of them them carried on the second one's not good neither and the third one I don't know what George, you know, George's probably our most experienced player there and he's been outstanding for us this season, but he's made a mistake then. At 3-1 it sort of deflates At 2-1 you still got a chance, but we didn't give up, we still had a go, so you know, 72 places between the two teams, I don't think you could have seen that on the date. Mm-hmm. So we're happy with our performance apart from the five minutes of madness. Look, we've been doing this job a long time, we've actually worked in the Football League and we've worked in the Conference National and we've done ever so well in both leagues. 75% of your goals at any level are going to come in around the six-yard box. And they scored, I think, two and maybe one just outside the six-yard box. If we don't mark, we don't do the right things in the mirror is, then you're going to get punished. He may have been unsighted, I'm not too sure, but he's come across one of our defenders and he scored. But you take the... Fo- I mean, I, I keep going on about it, but I, I actually thought, what's happened? It was like bang, bang, straight away. At 2-1, we don't make that mistake, we've still got a chance. And, and the crowd... Just before the, the half time whistle were turning, so listen, it is what it is. We've done ever so well to go, come so far. We know we were never going to win this, but to come and fly our trade against a football league club, 72 places higher, and not disgrace ourselves I think was a credit to the boys.
0: Dover's FA Cup dreams are also over. They failed to make it through to the third round after being beaten 3-0 by Peterborough United. Boss Andy Hessenthaler says they tried their best.
1: The performance was excellent. Uh, said there, you know, we've come to a league one side are flying at the moment as well, and, uh, and more than matched him in, in, in spells in a game, and uh, I thought the second half would come out, and, we, we stood at half time. We've just got to find a little bit more quality because we've given the ball away a bit too cheaply at times. Um, you know, not really under pressure either uh, when, when, when we're giving it away. And uh, we, we knew that our game plan was to come and make it difficult for them in terms of going to press the ball. And I thought we did that excellent today. But if we do do that, when we win it back, don't give it back to them. Um, and I thought we did a little bit of that first half. But second half, we'll come out. And, and we we got away with a couple of situations in the first half uh, where they've you know missed chances, but and that helped us really at half time because we we said look keep believing, find a bit more quality, we can score, we, we'll, we'll get a goal, and uh, you know I thought we deserved to the second half. I mean for up until the second half, we were the better side. Like I say, a lot of teams might have folded there, especially going away from home to Peterborough. Could have they could have lost there, uh, you know completely dropped their heads and it could have been over mm. as a contest within 20 minutes. Because uh, like everybody says, when you come away from home, or even at home, the first 20 minutes is crucial, stay in the game, don't do anything silly, unfortunately Will, you know, he's held his hands up, he made a mistake, and you know it was a great effort, um, and you, as you say, but credit to the boys, we, we, we kept our heads, we kept going and uh, we kept working, we, we caused them problems. Um, about, say, second half, you know, we hit the outside of the post. Um, and then they went up the other end and and scored, which which is a shame. But before that, you know, definite penalty for me. Uh, Ricky definitely got called. He's got a gash on his shin to show for for it as well. Could have been a handball leading up to that as well. So I think the ref got that one wrong. Uh, The third one, I'm not even going to talk about that, really, Um, because it wasn't our fault. The officials thought it was two yards offside. I think everybody in the ground could see that on the screen. It was embarrassing and he can't get that wrong, really. So I mean, I say at that time I thought we was on top and uh, we just looking like we looked like a team that could go and get a goal. And uh, you know, the second goal was killed us really as a contest, uh, which is a poor goal. You know, I need to have a look at it again. But uh, as you say, we, we're more match. I've, I've already had a look at the stats. I think we they had 15 shots, we had 11. They had six corners, we had six corners. But we're away from home, mm-hmm. so I expect right. them to have a bit of that to be honest. I the fans are outstanding today. They they start, you know, obviously the start of the game. They, they were singing in right to the end, and they clapped us off. And you know, I'm glad we put a performance on for them. Gutted that we didn't get through, because, you know, we knew it was going to be a tough one uh, to, to get through uh, because of the, you know, the team we was playing, but. Um, yeah, credit to the fans as well, they've come out and uh, done great for the boys today.
0: On to cricket and England face an uphill battle to win the second test and draw the series against New Zealand. Joe Root's score of 226 helped the tourists reach 476 in their first innings, but the hosts finished day four overnight on 96 for two, meaning they trail England by just five runs. Ken's Joe Denley only managed four and Zach Frawley got just one. And in ice hockey, it's been a disappointing weekend for Kent's Invicta Dynamos. They lost 7-4 to Haringey Huskies away from home in the Southern Cup on Saturday. And in the South Division 1, they were beaten 5-2 by Oxford City Stars at the ice rink in Gillingham last night. The Moes are currently sixth in the table. That's it for now, but for more news throughout the day, you can head to kentonline.co.uk.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.